The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello, and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University, as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello, and welcome to Exposure. I'm your host, Connie Rabani, and today I'm interviewing with Eric Everts from Lead for America. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Connie. Eric, can I have you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Eric Everts. I am a campus ambassador for Lead for America. I'm currently a graduate student at uh, Davenport University, uh, pursuing my master's in business. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and what can you tell me about Lead for America? What is it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, Lead for America was an organization created to tackle some of the biggest issues our nation is facing. From the opiate crisis to extreme poverty and climate change, many of our communities are facing some very serious challenges. These issues all share a common cause. They were created by people and they share a common solution, people. To address these issues, Lead for America aims to recruit change makers and assist them in tackling these challenges community by community nationwide. And do you know when Lead for America first started and like the founding story and the inspiration and all that? Sure, absolutely. Uh, the founding story was is that Lead for America came about in 2018. The founder of the organization was from Oklahoma, a small town in Oklahoma that was faced with that terrible tornado that had gone through Oklahoma. I uh, can't remember the exact date, uh, but it was recently, uh, sometime before 2018. Anyways, uh, in his small town, there, there was no emergency response or community shelters, not even within the schools. Uh, and when that disaster happened, the tornado did unfortunately go through one of the schools and several people were left, lost their lives. The founder thought that this was a gross mismanagement of local government and a failure of the community and he took it upon himself to make it so that these shelters were made into place and sure enough that's exactly what he did he worked with local partners worked with the schools worked with the local government to create these uh, storm shelters and uh, that gave him the idea of like wow there's probably a great many communities facing similar struggles that are lacking certain resources that they should have and uh, we should probably address this on a national scale. And what is being done to achieve the goals that Lead for America wants to achieve? Absolutely. Uh, Lead for America has created what is called a fellowship program. And it is through this program that Lead for America hopes to accomplish its mission. And uh, essentially, Lead for America wants to select, train, and place promising young leaders into two-year paid full-time fellowships in local public serving institutions. This could be local governments, nonprofits, community foundations, to again, tackle some of those huge challenges that I mentioned earlier, uh, strengthen the uh, fellowships hometown civic infrastructure, 
and join a new generation of transformational community leaders. All our fellows are the catalyst for national community revitalization, starting right where they live. And I think that's the most important distinction here is, is that just like our founder who helped his hometown, we want our fellows to return back to wherever they consider their home community and to address some of the issues that at that level that they grew up with, uh, whatever they might be. And uh, through the fellowship program and through Lead for America, we wanna provide our fellows who return back to their local communities with the resources and the assistance to accomplish whatever that issue is that that community's facing, accomplish solving it. So there are two different fellowship tracks that Lead for America has. They are the applicant-led, which actually is something that has already passed. Uh, there was a November 15th deadline for the application for that, but we have another one, which is the pre-confirmed location, which has a February 15th and an April 15th deadline. Uh, and essentially with that, uh, there's a little less flexibility, pre-confirms exactly what it sounds. Uh, it's already communities or towns that have already expressed a partnership with Lead for America who are ready to open their doors to welcome change makers into their communities to start tackling their local issues. But uh, yeah, I, I, I hope I answered the question. <laughs> who can get involved with Lead for America? Yeah, absolutely. Um, particularly the fellowship program, which I just mentioned before, is something that we're targeting for uh, usually between the ages of 21 and 30. Typically graduating seniors would be somebody who we are looking for to get their foot in the door. Um, those who are driven to be public servants who feel that call just as I do and our founders uh, to rebuild their communities that they're from. Um, but really the fellowship program is targeted to the to graduating seniors. And then we also have another program, which is called our Lead for America Champions program. And that's a newly introduced program that is open to all individuals uh, who are in college, uh, or I should say 18 plus. And uh, that's another way for individuals who are interested in getting their foot in the door. Um, and it's a great way to get started if it's something that you're interested in joining the fellowship later on. Um, it's a great way to get involved and to start making change immediately if you aren't a graduating senior. And what is to be expected for someone that would join Lead for America? Is there like a certain level of commitment? Are there weekly meetings? What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the fellowship program um, I believe I mentioned before that that is a paid full-time position. So that would be an expected 40 hours a week. Um, and that, that could vary for that role, depending on the community that you're in, depending on the local institution that you're working for. There's quite a bit of uh, variance in that. It just really depends on where you're going to be serving in that two-year time frame. But for the, the champions program, it's typically something that we're looking for maybe about 10 hours of commitment to. Um, and it is a newer program. So um, there could be some corrections in this, but I believe it's something that might have a once a week meeting uh, along with it, maybe like a, a, an hour long meeting with that. 
Um, but I would have to get further details on that. Uh, like I said, just it's kind of a newer program we got going on. Um, but I know for certain that's about a 10 hour or so time commitment we're looking for for that program. And did COVID-19 impact you in any way? If so, how? Absolutely. Uh, it has now, it's impacted me personally um, and it's impacted Lead for America. Um, we've had to make a great deal of adjustments, just like many organizations. Thank goodness that there is all these fancy virtual tools that we can use uh, with email and phone and, and Zoom. Uh, that's where a lot of what we were doing in person has kind of transitioned to. But with that has come with, you know, new opportunities. Um, and that we were expecting a little bit more of an impact on our fellowship program itself and like the number of applications we were expecting for that November 15th deadline. But we actually were right on target. We, we, we got the number of applicants we were looking for in November 15th. Um, and uh, that was great. We were all excited about that. And I just think that it really came down to just we have a really great mission and cause and a great deal of dedication comes of that from all of our staff members at Lead for America. And without their dedication and their hard work, there's no way we would have been able to accomplish the goal that we had set for ourselves for that November 15th deadline. You're listening to WDBM East Lansing. I'm Connie Rabani, your host of Exposure. Today, we're talking to Eric Everts from Lead for America. Eric, how have you seen this benefiting people the most? I see Lead for America betting fitting people the most, not only just the individuals who become a fellow or become involved in the organization, but the impact that the organization will have on the communities that we are looking to place our fellows in. And Lead for America has an ambitious goal of by the year 2040 of having over 1 million alumni within the Lead for America Fellowship Program. Um, we had a target goal of uh, 100 fellows in 2019, uh, which we did achieve. Uh, and then this year, I think we were looking to get that up to 200. Um, so uh, we, like I said, we, we hit our goal of applicants. So we're, we're looking, it's looking pretty good for us to be able to hit that. Uh, and then just exponentially grow from there to hit our ultimate goal of having um, a large, large group of dynamic leaders placed into communities all across the country. And uh, we just hope and thoroughly believe that community by community is how we can make our nation, make our world even a better place. And how about you? How long have you been involved with Lead for America? And how has being involved impacted you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've personally only been involved with Lead for America just these last couple of months. Uh, so uh, right around the beginning of the fall semester, actually. Uh, so September. And uh, the reason that I got involved with Lead for America personally was, was my very own first experience that I had with local government. Um, and that was when I was in high school. I was part of the Delta Township Government Youth Council, uh, where I was involved with working with the Board of Trustees there at the township level. And we helped build a sidewalk system uh, that connected people through Delta Township 
to varying parks and commercial areas within the township. And I experienced firsthand what a group of young people can do when they work together to meet the needs of the citizens of a community. I know this seems like a small accomplishment compared to what Leave for America is looking to accomplish as a whole, but that is exactly why I feel the need to be part of Leave for America is because it's looking to solve those bigger challenges many communities face. And I believe that is how we can come together as a nation, as a community, to make sure we leave the world a bit better than we found it. And is there anything that Lead for America is doing right now that you'd like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd say right now, again, uh, trying to recruit the fellows that we're looking to place into communities across the nation. Um, that is really what we are truly focused on as a whole of an organization. And right now we are looking for young change makers who are civil servant minded, who are looking to have a direct impact at the community level. Um, and we just thoroughly believe that it's no better way to get started than to assist the very place that you're from, your own hometown or wherever that might be where you call home getting involved locally with your community. And uh, that's the main driving focus of the organization. And then how about looking ahead? Is there anything you have to look forward to at this time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd say getting to uh, actually placing these fellows, uh, getting them started and uh, seeing how they grow and they develop um, as they take on the fellowship program. Uh, and see what kind of great changes they make, they bring to their communities over that two year span. And uh, I'm just excited to be part of that experience with them and be part of an organization that is looking to take on these daunting challenges that our nation and that our world faces. And this next question might get you thinking a little bit. I'm gonna have you think back on the experiences you've had with Lead for America. And if you could describe it all in one word, what would it be and why? Wow, one word, fulfilling. I think the word fulfilling is what comes to mind. So the reason why I chose the word fulfilling is because I just resonate so well with the mission that Lead for America has and what they're looking to do by placing change makers and young talent into the very communities that need them so much right now. And I just think that that's just something that's easy to get behind. Uh, and it's a powerful experience to be able to be part of this and to actually be working to better the world. Uh, I, just, I just think for myself personally, all I can think of over and over again is the importance of leaving the world a bit better than I found it. And if there's anybody listening to this right now that is interested or could benefit from Lead for America, what would you say to them? I would say to them to go to leadforamerica.org and take a look over the website. And if you are an individual who's interested in the fellowship program, uh, right there at the top of the website, it says apply for our fellowship 2021 program. Please go ahead and click that. Uh, look it over. And if it's something that you're interested in, please go ahead and put in your application. We are accepting applications through February 15th. 
and there's an additional extended deadline of April 15th of 2021. Uh, and that would be the best way to also learn more about the organization. And Eric, is there anything else that you'd like to add that I might not have asked you about? I suppose that I would actually like to just bring up a couple of examples of some of the work that some of our fellows have done over the last couple of years. Um, there was uh, an individual, her name is Shadeen. Uh, she graduated from Duke University and she was a member of the Navajo Nation before attending Duke University. So she returned back to the Navajo Nation uh, where she is currently working diligently to improve the public infrastructure there, uh, create an affordable housing initiative and a youth scholarships for low-income community members. Uh, another individual that I'd like to bring up, his name is Evan. He was a, a Harvard graduate. Uh, he returned back to his hometown of, of Marquette, uh, where he actually, believe it or not, recently won a election uh, to be Marquette County Commissioner. Uh, and he's also there working to address affordable housing uh, and the redevelopment of the Sawyer International Airport within the county. Um, so just a couple of quick examples, uh, you know, like I mentioned, there are dozens more of fellows, um, but uh, we just, those were just a couple of the things that our fellows are achieving and currently working on. Um, I guess another thing I'd like to add is, is that uh, even through the fellowship program being only two years, uh, Leaf for America sees that as a tremendous dedication. Uh, and the individuals who are best suited for the fellowship program are those who are looking to be civil service minded individuals for their whole lives. Uh, so Lead for America even helps our fellows after they're done with the program, start nonprofits, get involved with local government, um, help with creating community foundations and the like. Um, so really we are just here to support and to place all of these individuals um, from the first day that they walk in through our doors and then hopefully well beyond it well eric is there anything else that you'd like to add that i might not have touched on or that you might not have touched on uh nope i'm just glad i remembered that bit because I, I think that was an important piece to add <laughs> i think so too i think that i think that wraps the men's up yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Um, uh, so, so thank you, Connie. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. And I want to thank you as well for speaking with me about Leaf for America. Thank you. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.